As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to Sound Off. I'm Mr. Sound Off. Hear what Mr. Sound Off thinks about various Sound Off topics next on Sound Off. Roll the open. Hang on a second. Wait, don't roll. Live from WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off alongside. John Sears, Mr. Soundoff, and uh, we got a couple of helmets in here. Got some uh, new helmets. Yeah, I got this a couple weeks ago from Drake. The cool matte helmet. They rolled over Jacksonville yesterday. Bulldogs look like they have a pretty good squad this year. Also, the uh, Stanhope State Watermelon Warriors. Uh, I haven't home. heard of them as much as the other teams that we cover. Stanhope State. Yeah, I haven't. I don't really know. No, they they're uh, yeah no they really do a lot of good and they were okay. uh, they were. Hoping at one time to get on the Iowa State schedule, as Drake was too, but it ended up being incarnate words. So right. thank you for the helmets. Your chance to sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic, the Cyclones fall to one in three with two tough games straight ahead on the schedule. Iowa State's defense kept the Cyclones close at TCU, but the offense sputters in the 17-14 loss. Offense near or at the bottom of almost all Big 12 categories. Head coach Matt Campbell, who is also calling the plays, does not sound worried. Are you worried? Iowa State fans, give us your thoughts. Sound off, 515-282-9010. Ever feel like you care too much about football? Maybe even obsessed? Well, look around, you're not alone. If you're in Central Iowa, you are in a college football hotbed. The ratings and research giant Nielsen ranks Ames Des Moines as one of the 10 most passionate college football markets in America. How did Nielsen come up with this number? A scientific survey asking people if they're interested in college football. Around here, nearly 50% said yes. I know what you're thinking. Who are the 50% who don't care? They walk among us, so stay sharp. When you pick up the Des Moines Register, watch Sound Off, or listen to the Murph and Andy Show, all of which I recommend, you will see and hear more college football than any other sport. Why? Because more of you care, more than anything. If Nielsen had a survey showing that the sport you cared about most is pickleball, we'd go wall-to-wall pickleball. Forget Cyclone and Hawkeye Insider. On Wednesdays, John Sears would have Pickleball Insider. <laughs> Iowa's college football fandom is why we can have 70,000 fans in Kinnick Stadium and another 60,000 in Jack Trice at the same time. 130,000 people in the stands in a state of 3 million. 
We're also America's number one minor league sports city, which might sound like a backhanded compliment, but it clears the way for Iowa and ISU to rule. And we're the only state with a Big 10 and Big 12 team. We're not the most passionate about college football. That would be Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, but those fans cheer championships every year and they live in Alabama. So here's to you, Mr. Face-Painted, Camera-Pointing, Sunglass-Wearing, Overly-Obsessed College Football Fan. Thank you. We're top 10. All right. I love watching college football much more than the NFL. One big reason why? They actually let football players be football players, quarterbacks included. You see, in college football, they take common sense into sacks and hits. The Rules Committee seems to understand that football is a violent sport, injuries happen, but quarterbacks are players just like anyone else. Take a look at this play at the end of the Clemson game. Huge sack to seal it. Look at the emotion. No one injured, just a good hard sack. My first thought though was, in the NFL, this would have been a 15-yard penalty, but instead no flag, which is the right call. Or how about this sack in the Florida-Mississippi State game? Blitz on, untouched, drills the QB. Legal, clean, hard. No intent to injure, great football play. Again though, this likely would have been a 15-yard roughing the passer call in the NFL because the tackler landed on the QB with all of his body weight. Heck, just go back to the Cyhawk game when Matt Nelson sacked Kyle Kempt. Great defensive play, hard sack, but clean. In our NFL, this is a penalty. College football is the football we all want to watch. And that brings me to another edition of Terrible Calls in the NFL. Check this out from the Browns Raiders game. Pressure on Baker Mayfield. Arden Key runs into Baker, pulls up, doesn't tackle, actually pulls his hands back, but gets called for roughing the passer. You serious, Clark? How can something be perfectly legal in college, but then in the NFL, it's roughing the passer? Clay Matthews is right. The NFL is getting soft. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for safety, but there's a difference between being overly protective and making a joke of your product. NFL, wake up. It's football. It's a collision sport. Use common sense. Don't get me started on this. Let's get right back to why we're a college football hotbed. Yes. Because college football gets this right. The NFL does not. Oh, it makes me so mad when I see that. Oh, speaking of college football, John is in Des Moines with some thoughts on Iowa State's loss to TCU and a tough game coming up at Oklahoma State. John, what did you think about the, uh, the effort at TCU? Hey, am I on, Keith? You're on, sir. Uh, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a prediction, okay? Please. I think Iowa State will win three more games this year. So three games, so you have the Cyclones finishing four and eight. Four and eight, okay. four and eight right. I don't think they're going to win win three or more. I think they're going to win three or more. All right, John. John, you're on the record. That's the four prediction. Uh, Thomas is in Des Moines. Uh, Thomas, do you look at the schedule and see only? Do you say three more he said wins? Three more wins. Four yeah. total for Iowa State. You know. I don't know how many more they'll win, but I'm just not so sure that I, I just don't understand the hype around Matt Campbell. You know, everyone acts like he's the Messiah, and I just don't think that he's really that great of a coach. 
Well, I think the most positive uh, thing, well, there are many positives to, to Matt Campbell, so I'll disagree with you a little bit there. This is a tough job. But the, the thing I see as the most positive is that Iowa State, the last two seasons, past two seasons, has been in every Big 12 football game uh, throughout the past 30 or 40 years. That is not the case. The Cyclones are often blown out of games. But they've got to start closing out more of these close games, John. They're not finishing. Yeah, agree. yeah. The defense, John Haycock has done mm -hmm. a He's great, great job with the defense, but the offense is not good right now. David Montgomery hopefully will return, or or it gets worse. If he's out, it's going to be a long week or two for Iowa State. He's the catalyst on offense, and I, and I they need to do more with him. I feel like I, I know they get in the ball twenty times rushing, and they get in the ball more out of the backfield and stuff. Something is missing with this offense. They're last in almost every category in the Big 12. That includes Kansas, by the way, okay? Hey. Kansas is a better offensive team right now than Iowa State. David Montgomery rushed for more than 100 yards behind an offensive line that oh, had a rough great. night. Yeah. And, and Zeb, Zeb Nolan has kind of uh, stagnated, stagnated a little bit. He, he did not have a really good night either. So we'll see if Kyle Kempt is healthy who Matt Campbell goes to next. Yeah, and, and obviously the next two games, at Oklahoma State and then home against West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia you got, a you, man, you want to get one of those. If you start one and five, then things really start spiraling. It's a, it's a tough, yeah. front-loaded schedule. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. You know, not having that first game continues to yeah, hurt, too. Yeah, it, it does. A tiny rough judges. KCD says Cyclone quarterback Kyle Kemp looks like singer John Mayer. Tiny ref. <laughs> Kyle Kim oh, okay. might be able to use this to his advantage, yeah, right? Walk around with a guitar. Yeah. Michael Admire introduced us to Connor Asali last week. Well, some of us had already been watching it, watching and cheering about something that has nothing to do with football. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Hey, it's time for another game of Knockout. Knockout. Uh, vote at SoundOff13 on Twitter. Which one is out? Which goes? Hawkeye trophies. Heartland, Wisconsin. Heroes. Uh, Heartland is Wisconsin. Yep. Heroes is Nebraska. Floyd of Rosedale is Minnesota. That's the one I will play for next, next Saturday. Yep. And the Cyhawk, you know, that's Iowa, Iowa State. For me, John, it, it's Heroes. It just doesn't have the tradition of the others, and the rivalry with Nebraska just has not taken flight yet. Bad, but some fans, they love beating Nebraska. Nebraska's down right now, so maybe fans want to keep that trophy. I'm knocking out Heroes. Knocking out Heroes. All yeah. right. Well, I, I see where you are when it comes to the Heroes. No. The real Heroes of our country. John, I support the Heroes. Do not, I see do not put words in my mouth. <laughs> Time to see if Andy fails. I see what we did there. It's what's bugging Andy. They say misery loves company. Well, so do those of us in the Tough Last Names Club. So, on behalf of my co-members, Pat Dix, Tony Seaman, and former Cyclone Ryan Cock, or Cook, I, Andy Fails, would like to extend a warm welcome to Connor Sally. Yeah, the five of us and our families share the special distinction of growing up in a world where an odd pause has followed every introduction. You said your name was Andy Fails? 
we've lived our lives in an odd limbo, caught between being proud of our family heritage and being a little puzzled as to why at some point in history there wasn't some sort of family meeting held to add a couple of letters or change the pronunciation. I mean, how about Failsburg or Failsman or Fuales? Anything would have helped. Well, Connor can tell you why he's sticking with his name. Because every Asali before him has done it. And to change now would be to admit that you're the one who couldn't take it. Besides, none of us are to blame. I mean, we don't even know who it might have been that invented our last names. And for that, we're lucky. I mean, God bless Fonda Dix. She was a basketball legend in Moravia, but she knows that her parents picked that name. Respect to Ben Dover. Mom, Dad, you can't tell me you didn't see this coming. Mo Lester? I mean, is there even a nickname for Mo? They totally boxed that poor kid in. Now, Connor's name is written in block letters across his back there for every wannabe witty broadcast team to have fun with during Cyclone games. Well, those of us in the club will know that the joke is really on them because Connor, like me, Pat, Tony, and Fonda, has been hearing it for so long that, well, he's forgotten there was ever anything funny at all. I'm Andy Fails. Yeah, and it feels good to say that. That's what's bugging me. Uh, is Mo, is that real Mo? Come on. Can't be real. Mo Lester. Uh, more of your live calls coming up at 515-282-9010, including Jackson, Alex, and Ross, and who's in your five? Five things that have happened since Nebraska last finished in the AP Ooh. Top 10. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation, Nick writes, I just don't understand how Montgomery doesn't get more touches. 21 carries and one reception. He should be getting the ball no less than 30 times a game. You use your best player, but the best player is getting banged up. And they need him. That offense could use more of him. Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. K-Dub writes, how bad is Purdue if they couldn't hang 50 on Nebraska? That brings us to... Who's in your five? Things that have happened since Nebraska finished a football season in the AP Top 10. <laughs> Iowa has finished five, uh, has five Top 10 finishes in this period. So again, these are things that have happened. Since Nebraska finished in the Top 10. In the AP okay. Top 10, Iowa has finished in that Top 10 five times during this period. Okay. Number five, Matt Campbell finishes his playing career at Mount Union. Looks better now without the frosted tips. Number four first cell phone with a camera is released. Andy Fails, I know, still has that phone. I think he does still have that phone. Yeah. Uh, number three, Barack Obama, elected to office, serves two terms since the Huskers finished in the top ten. Bush was in office the last time Nebraska finished in the top ten. Number two, Justin and Brittany break up. John, I know this was hard for you. Yeah, I'm still not over it. And the number one thing that's happened since Nebraska last finished a football season ranked in the <laughs> AP Top 10, Round Guy co-hosted Soundoff. The original Mr. Soundoff. I'm proud to take the mantle from him. Look at that picture. Look at your hair.
Why am I laughing? <laughs> You're excited. I'm, I'm guessing Andy had something to do with it. Haven't aged at all, right? All right, let's get back to the uh, phone calls here. Jackson is in Ames. Jackson, Iowa State football, what do you think? Yeah, so I was wondering what your guys' opinion is. Um, ever since Coach Manning left, the old offensive coordinator, do you think that uh, directly correlates with the poor performance so far that Iowa State's had? Do you blame the bad play calling on Coach Campbell? Well, you have I think to, you have to. You have to at least make him accountable for it. I don't think it's always been bad. Play calling often comes down to execution. I do think Tom Manning is, is missed maybe more than many thought he would be. But Matt Campbell had a hand in the play calling last year, yeah. uh, a significant hand, and there, there weren't as many problems. Iowa State's offensive line has played poorly at times. Um, Zeb Nolan took a step back in this game. <sighs> But the play calling has not been good. Yeah, I, some of that goes to Kansas. And, and I'm not a football expert by any means. Um, I think in my own preference would be for a team to have an offensive coordinator because I think the head coach already has so many things he has to keep, I agree. You know, keep control of. Defense, special teams, he's got, he's got a hand in everything. To have to do play calling as well, I think that's a little much. Now, some can do it and have a lot of success, but I think you have to have the pieces too. And right now, the pieces and the play calling are not matching up. And the thing you can do if you're Matt Campbell, you can hire an offensive coordinator and like you did with Tom Manning, still have a hand in it. You don't yeah. have to give up all control. You're the head coach. Exactly. And these days, you have the budget, you have the staff. There's just not a reason to not have an offensive coordinator. What's the downside? There is yeah. no An downside. extra mind in the room to help call some plays. Absolutely. Yeah. And somebody to take a little bit more responsibility off the shoulders of a head coach who does more than we think. These guys don't sleep. They live in no. a tunnel. They work like 90 hours a week. Uh, Ross is in Des Moines. Ross, you have a thought on uh, the, the trophies? We knocked out the Heroes Trophy. Which trophy would you knock out if you had to have one leave? It, it has to be Nebraska. Like, n nobody cares about Floyd. And that's not to say that you don't want to win the game. It's to say that at the end of the year, if Iowa is a pathetic 6-6, six and six, but you beat Nebraska, every single person in this state is going to make fun of the Nebraska fan that we know. You're not going to walk up to a Minnesota fan on the street and say, hey, we beat you, we own Floyd. But you are going to rub it in if you beat Nebraska. That's all that counts at the end of the day. So but you, you want to keep the Nebraska trophy then? I want to keep the Nebraska trophy. Right. Look, the, the, I, I think, here's I think the premise. Trophy. Yeah, let me jump in. Oh, the, the premise of knockout is there's there's four there. You keep three and one has to go. So which one do you get rid of? you got to yeah. get rid of one. So which one do you think is least important of those four? I, th I, I, I think it's got to be with Minnesota. I mean, did, did you have you ever heard an Iowa fan brag about beating Minnesota? If you bit. lose to Minnesota – you just know you've had a bad season. You lose to Wisconsin, okay, it is what it is. You lose to Nebraska, okay, you really can't live with that. But, I mean, it's, yeah. I, I think I Nebraska is really where Minnesota has the most history, I yeah. think, with the trophy. That's why it benefits from that. But I get your point about he, the game. He, he's going, and, and you could go either way with this, he's going on what win means more, yep. what yep. beating the teams. That. Some people might think that Floyd is the best trophy. They want to keep that one. He's going on which team means more to beat them. And obviously, Minnesota is probably last on that list to Hawkeye fans. I understand might, might where be. he's coming yep. from. It's a good yep. point. Uh, huge crowds for this weekend's Ryder Cup. And most of the fans went home happy because the Ryder Cup took place <laughs> near Paris. What went wrong? Part of face-off and final calls at 515-282-9010.
Time to find out which Hawkeye Trophy got knocked out. Easily, the Heroes Trophy with more than 50% of the vote, not even close this week. Cyhawk Trophy is your top vote getter, only 13%. All right, time to bounce around more topics. We call it Face Off. Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher got himself in a little bit of hot water this weekend when he grabbed and shook a player's face mask while yelling at him. This is old school. 20 years ago, it's accepted. Nowadays, not so much. I'm fine with the yelling but no need to grab the kid's face mask. Yeah, my high school coach grabbed my face mask all the time, but you're right, these aren't the 1980s. Here's the absurdity. Jimbo Fisher says he, he grabbed Tyrell Dodson's mask and screamed at him because Dodson was getting into a fight. That's right, Jimbo's teaching moment is, don't lose control of your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy had his SID tell local reporters if they asked questions about a senior wide receiver transferring, the reporters would no longer have access to the Cowboy players. Another bullying technique from a college coach. First question should have been about the receiver to prove a point. It's yet another example of a college football coach having so much power he loses his dang mind. Mm -hmm. It's a state school and this is a logical question. Don't want the players to answer? Tell them to say no comment. And Mike Gundy, bully, bully the reporters yourself. Don't <laughs> send your underpaid, overworked media manager. Talk about a massive disappointment. Europe pummels Team USA at the Ryder Cup. After the first session, it was never in doubt. I love this event, but we stunk. I watched all of it, and it is spectacular, but we were outplayed and outcoached. Mm. Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods were a combined oh. zero and six. That won't sell many pay-per-views of their one-on-one -on -one showdown. It will not. Cubs are in the postseason, but they have to face Milwaukee Monday in a Central Division tiebreaker game. Love the drama, but the Brewers might be the hottest team right now. 162 games, not enough. This is great theater. Monday winner takes the division and home field for yeah. the playoffs. Loser goes into Tuesday's wild card game, despite having the second best record in the league. I feel some Monday flus coming on. You know what I mean? Over under mascots, overrated. Gritty, the Flyers mascot. Underrated, the chicken. America's mascot. You're obsessed with the chicken. The chicken is a genius. He's a chicken put out to pasture. He's a chicken. He he needs to come back because he's, we he's need more the best. Gritty. He's simply the best. Oh, hold on. All right, how's it going, Mr. Soundoff? I'm doing good. Man. Keep it going. Yeah. Really, tonight? Round guy. One minute. All right, let's get to the I like uh, final ref. calls here. Mark is in uh, Dexter. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hi. Keith, I just wanted to remind you, in the last 50, 60 years, the Huskers have five national championships I know. and only three losing seasons. I know. They, about uh, to be four. We're so we re we realize, championships. We, re we realize it's our turn, so we'll take it. We'll <laughs> yeah. take it. All right, I like Mark. Mark, Mark. He just, seems like a reasonable he, Husker He fan. gets the fun. He, we're yeah, we're, we're jealous of the championships here in Iowa. But they're bad right now. Uh, Jana's in Creston. Hi, Jana. Hi. Is this Keith Murphy? It is. Is this Jana well, Keith, and Preston? My gosh, I think you said, but anyway, this is Jana, and I was wondering how many national championships Iowa has in volleyball and football. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know the combined total, but I'm guessing it's somewhere around zero. Jana, just curious, how many na uh, national titles does Nebraska have in wrestling? I... Well, that's kind of our third sport. Oh. Men and women and excel in football and volleyball. Oh, okay. Volleyball is like our seventh sport. Oh, we, Jenna, we oh. are out of time. We are jealous of the national They're, championship. Yeah. Nebraska, Nebraska owns the national championship. No we get it. That. We get it. We're just having some fun. We are. But by the way, 
fantastic shutdown. You like that? Man, that was good defense. <laughs> That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Central is undefeated. Go Dutch! Check out Hunter Robinson on the punt return. Breaking tackles, breaking ankles down the sidelines and gone. He's gone, right? Gone. Whoa, whoa, Go wait. Dutch! Wait! It's a fumble! Picked up by Connor Lewin in for the touchdown. Dutch roll 62-20 over Buena Vista. Go Dutch!